Cassie Moraine, and I want to welcome you to Circle of Trust, a podcast full of laughter, interruption, and oversharing brought to you by me and my best friends, Julie Signorelli and Jillian Lawson. We want to thank you for making our launch episode so fantastic. Thanks to our tens of listeners, Circle of Trust made it into the top 150 on the iTunes comedy podcast charts, which was totally unexpected. And we know that's because of you. So thank you for listening and for sharing and for subscribing. Just a heads up for today. This episode is ridiculous and we know it. We're talking about fashion and beauty and among numerous mentions of Old Navy and our fashion regrets, we've got some really fun stories for you. And you'll definitely want to hang in for the end because Julie shares a hilarious story about the shoe everyone loves to hate. What shoe is that? Crocs, of course. Let's get started. Welcome to the circle. <laughs> Let's start out today by just catching up. What's been going on in your lives, girls? Well, I'm still living with my mom, and that's super fun. <laughs> also her house is for sale and I have four kids and a dog and every time we get a showing request we have to do this like manic cleaning expedition and mom really likes vacuum lines and the carpet and so she thinks that's going to be what tips the buyers in the right direction is if they see vacuum lines so I've gotten really good at vacuum lines Um, I don't know what you look for when you buy a house but she's pretty sure everybody's looking for vacuum lines and not her updated white kitchen. So (laughs) so we've been valid. And then then we have to take the uh, dog with us for the showings because can't leave her here. She whines. And um, so we just, like, drive around all of the (laughs) Tri-County area um, until they leave. (laughs) How frequently is this happening? Like, every night? Well, it's been on the market for 10 days, and we've had 12 showings. Whoa. So Jill's had to do this 12 times. (laughs) (laughs) You guys. But I know the right fire's coming. (laughs) Did you have to re-vacuum in between those double days of visitors? Yes. If the vacuum lines get messed up, we have to do it again. That sounds so fun, Jill. Me and mom are both kind of weird, like, about the way our houses are anyway. She's, like, probably, like, at a higher level than I am. But, like, you know, if, like, the whole wide world is, if, yes, if the whole wide world is going to see your house, like, you want it to look nice. You know what I mean? Like, the last thing you want someone to think is that you're gross. But I do have four kids and that dog. (laughs) So, you know. Like tonight, You're I was gonna gross. make like tonight I was gonna make biscuits and gravy like like breakfast for dinner and the kids were so excited and then we got a showing request and I was like I can't make bacon before because the showing no. was at six thirty I'm like I can't make bacon today guys sorry the house can't smell like that so like wait kind but of that's gotten... like a great smell well to you but not to everybody <laughs> <laughs> listen if I walked into a house and smelled bacon I would say yes Lord. Oh book it sold (laughs) buy it whatever you say i live in new york we rent i don't know (laughs) 
yeah, so that's, that's, that's fun. fun. Also, my husband's still in Chicago. Um, wow. So, yeah. So oh, your life's it. been really great. It's been. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm, just, I'm really thankful for um, kids who are resilient. And they just, Carter says, we have a showing today. He's four. He knows what it means to have a showing. <laughs> How about you, Julie? Weren't you like really sick in between now and the last podcast? Oh my God, yes, yes. I got Cassie, don't make her talk about it. It was so bad. (laughs) No, it was, yes. So I was on my way to visit Indiana, where Jill is, okay? And we were leaving on a Monday. And so Sunday, we had church, which for us, we already, for people who don't know, we're a load-in, load-out church, so we start very early, and we end very late. <laughs> so I left very early in the morning, like it's still dark outside, and then um, I got home at like 3 o'clock, and I have a pretty high pain tolerance. Like, I can pretty, I can manage, you know? And mm-hmm. I, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I got so sick and I texted Mike and I never ever do this and I'm like when are you coming home like I (laughs) cannot function so I started I I didn't know if I was gonna throw up or like pass out like maybe my blood sugar was low I don't know because that had happened once before and uh so I didn't like really know and then all of a sudden I just started sweating profusely and just vomiting everywhere (laughs) it was so terrible and disgusting But here's the weird part is I had vertigo while this was happening. Now, I have either of you ever had vertigo before. I never have had it. No, no. Okay. So what it is, is it's the sensation that the room is spinning. So I, it was literally spinning. Like, you know, I don't know. It was the weirdest (laughs) thing. So I'm watching the room spin and I know that it isn't obviously but I had so I was like maybe I need some water so I get up and I like fell down because it was spinny I couldn't walk straight and I was only here with Evie she was sleeping thankfully um yeah but anyways Mike thought he was gonna have to like call 911 well whatever it was a weird stupid thing so I ended up having food poisoning I think because no one else in my family got it. It happened like two hours after I ate, which is like textbook WebMD yeah. food poisoning, whatever. <laughs> WebMD. Um, all all of our findings dude, come from WebMD. I never. I haven't been to the doctor in seven years because WebMD. <laughs> I can birth. No, I'm just kidding. I did, I I went to a doctor to birth my baby. Uh, so. Anyways, I, w- I ended up throwing up all the way to the airport. I love this story. This is a great story. Oh, my story. gosh. And then I Whoa. get there, and Mike's like, I don't think you can do it. I'm like, I'm doing it. My mom is moving. <laughs> I had a speaking engagement. Like, it's Mother's Day. Like, I'm she doing She was speaking this. at Mom's church, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I can't cancel. Like, how? Like, it's one thing to cancel a speaking engagement. It's another when it's your own mother's church on Mother's right. Day. <laughs> you can't do that, you know? So I, so thankfully, in God's mercy, 
my flight, which in any other situation I would have been really upset, but my flight, we get there to board and they're like, okay, everybody. And they're like, oh, we can't board for three more hours. So I, like any good mother would do, boxed my children into a corner and slept for three hours. And I told them, I said, I cannot watch you. I cannot parent you. I can't feed you. I can't take you to the bathroom. I can't do a dang thing for you. Oh, and I said gosh. dang, D-A-N-G, people, for all of our super Christians out there. And she told, she told the, um, the flight check-in people, she was like, don't judge me, I am real sick. I told them, I said I'm sick, and I wouldn't even tell you because I, I know I have food poisoning, so you have to let me on the plane. <laughs> and then... Thankfully, by the time we took off, I was a little better, but I couldn't drink coffee till like Wednesday or Thursday, which for Uh, me, that's major. Like it's a big deal. I never think I'm pregnant. And I even was like, I can't drink coffee. Like surely (laughs) there's something (laughs) like, but I'm not guys. I know me and mom were like, oh my gosh, she's pregnant. We're going to have months of this. No. And also, we're so happy. Yeah, and I'm not. And we're so happy that I'm not. She's not. We're more happy. So that was a funny thing. And I ended up making it. And then, yeah, it was crazy. So we had the Mother's Day thing on Saturday. And then I got in at like 1230 uh, really late. And then I had church the next morning. It was crazy. But it was good. I made it. Wow. You made it. And we had a good time together. We had a good week together. Yeah. And Food poisoning sucks. I won't tell you where I ate. No thanks to that unnamed Mexican fast casual restaurant that rhymes with blimplo play. (laughs) (laughs) Dang, they're never going to sponsor us now. (laughs) Listen, we are loyal rhymes with blimplo play customers. (laughs) They are still going to get our money. I don't think, honestly, I can ever eat there again. I'll be real. And it could not, yeah. it could have just been the way I digested it. I don't know. But, like, that w- was my favorite plate. I can't do it. I can't do it. I mean, maybe just it. chips and guacamole next time. Maybe not whatever else you got. Honestly, I, I don't think I can. It's, the whole thing just, bring, it's a trigger. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I don't I, know. I, do you guys have anything that. that, like, you can never eat again? For yeah, me, it's, pe- like, popcorn and that. Peanut butter fudge. I'm kind of there with, like, Doritos. What? What? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just don't enjoy them because of one run-in that I had, like, when I was 13. Oh, bummer. So. All right. Cool. So that was what I've been up to. (laughs) (laughs) Just vomiting all over New York. No big deal. What's going on with you, Cass? Well. A lot. I'm living in... In a home renovation heaven. We'll just call it heaven. That's not what you want to <laughs> Because say. what I want to call it is the opposite of that. We decided to, like, do our floors, and I went to New York for the weekend. My husband started do- removing our tile and didn't seal things properly, and our house was... I mean, guys, I've never, like... I felt like a prisoner in my bedroom for three weeks. We ate in my bedroom. We just went directly there because when we would get home, everything was covered with dust. Everything was packed up. Um, 
everything was so dirty, you know? Yeah. So we got everything cleaned up after the tile was laid. And then yesterday, <laughs> um, I, I don't even know how to describe what happened, but <laughs> someone just made a snap decision to cut out the wall instead of... Um, <laughs> I like how she was someone. She's not not saying any names. Someone. Someone. (laughs) What does it rhyme with? (laughs) Like. Schmad. My schmad. (laughs) My schmad. Bike bending. Bike bending. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Oh, I know this from, wait, I know this from experience because, uh, Bike Benden also renovated my kitchen in our first house. Yeah, I mean. He did a great job. He did do a great job, but he does not like tearing out old stuff to put in new stuff, so sometimes. (laughs) There, I mean, my dad is like a craftsman. Right. Yeah, he He knows what he's doing. I just hate tearing out old stuff. That's what he said. Yeah, and I think he, like, for me, I'm, like, watching YouTube videos, like, how do you remove a glass backsplash? And so I'm watching YouTube videos, buying the stuff to do it, gently chiseling away. He doesn't care about your YouTube videos. No, he doesn't. He was like, this is going to take too long, and just started cutting. And I was like, ah! Because then dust started going everywhere. Then I had to leave because I was going to have a panic attack that I was living through the same dust-covered situation from a few weeks ago, um, but I got over it, and um, my house is, you know, it's it's in a renovation, so it's going to be dirty, so that's just what I've had to resign myself to, but it's coming along. And you're not done yet. No, we're not done yet. We're not anywhere near done, so, but it's going to be great when it's done. All right, so today we're talking about fashion and beauty, something we both are super passionate about. I mean, all three of us, not we We're both. all experts. Total. <laughs> I was like, are us two is... of you passionate? <laughs> I don't know how passionate I am. <laughs> uh, so I think it's probably best to give a little background on where we come from. You know, we're all kind of in our mid-30s, mid to late 30s. <laughs> so um, we've seen a couple styles come and go. Oh, yeah. And, um... I thought we would talk about the past, the present, and the future. So, let's start with the past. Um, Fashion-wise, what was your worst fashion faux pas as a youth, as a young person? Anybody? Oh, I'll go. <laughs> I mean, I think, like, like when I was younger, just, like, not wearing clothes that made me look like a golfer. I don't know. I feel like. (laughs) You loved you a good polo. I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And I think I like loved like looking preppy or something, but it just was a fail. Like I think it, it, when I look back, I'm like, was I going to a golf tournament? What was I doing? I'm so confused. Like, there was a lot of khaki, a lot of polos. And I think that, like, Christian fashion is also, like, another area. That might be another topic for later. But I think I was very aware of, like, modesty 
but like <laughs> maybe a little too much. <laughs> like how many? We don't have to button the shirt all the way up your neck. You know? <laughs> also, I don't know how much it had to do with Christianity, but you loved a good old navy sale. Yeah. She still does. Oh my gosh. We were told maybe when she was here. <laughs> like Julie, <laughs> you're you're like I got this for one fifty six. Yeah, you get things cheaper than any person I've ever met in my life. Like, you have a talent. Like this shirt was two dollars. So yeah. And I will say, like, I am aware of prints. And at the time that I was rocking polos, they were in. It wasn't like they weren't, (laughs) like, I was, like, ramrodding a trend, you know? (laughs) Tommy Hilfiger, that whole preppy thing was, like, in, you know? Totally. Um, And I, but I look back and I'm like, dang it. (laughs) Come on. So funny. So I do think like you, you both as sisters, I think your parents like raised you when you were little kids, you guys looked impeccable. Like nobody looked as good as you. Nobody dressed as, as nicely as you guys. You guys always like had the puffy dresses at church. Your, did your dad curl your hair or did your mom do it? No, mom did it, but dad was capable of doing our hair when she went out of town. Yes. He for yeah, sure like he knew how to only do it. Do then. a ponytail and braids and he knew how to curl it. Yes, he knew how to do all of that. I felt like you guys looked like you were going on like toddlers and tiaras every day. I mean uh, you were like dressed to the yeah, nines. We did. Yeah, it was kind we of did. like the same and, uh, rigorous um thing as toddlers and tiaras. <laughs> like like the tanning. Mom took a lot of pride in and like still does. Like for this women's tea that we went just went to, she bought both of our outfits for us to wear. Like she like <laughs> she just yes. Like she just wanted us to to like look good and to match and uh you know, she was really proud of that. But I was super jealous of you guys because you guys looked like I wanted to look but my mom was like a farm girl. She grew up like as a tomboy, <laughs> literally. And she didn't care how I dressed. Like, even today, I'm like, those things don't go together, mom. Like, I don't think she just had a <laughs> an awareness or like she didn't care if I looked wonky. Like if I wore dress shoes with sweatpants, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so Did you wear dress shoes with sweatpants? I actually was really aware from a young age of, like, uh, how other people looked, like you guys, and I knew that something wasn't right here. <laughs> you always said, like, in college, you were, like, like started, like, wait a minute, maybe I should care about the way I look. And you started getting <laughs> fashion magazines. You're so right. Okay, and to me, that's so... so funny, like, you and your destination t-shirt with your sausage roll things, like, oh pouring, pouring through, like, a like a fashion magazine, like, what's different about these two things? <laughs> oh, my God. That's... What was your favorite destination t-shirt? <laughs> I would have to say... I would have to say my Grand Cayman Islands teal blue with Rastafarian cartoon characters on the front was probably one of my favorites. I mean, my senior pictures, I pulled them out of a box the other day. 
I dress like a 45-year-old office worker in my senior pictures. I told you. I did the same thing after I got married. Like, leopard print. I mean, it was hideous. Um, she had, like, a pink so, yeah. suit? Like a matching top yeah, but it, bottom? Yeah, but it was, like, that shiny, stretchy oh, yeah. material that was really in in the 90s um, for, like, 40-year-old women. And, uh... <laughs> And also, you know, I've always been a portly kind of girl. And so <laughs> in the earlier part of the, the century, that really limit, limited your fashion choices. So, <laughs> like, it's just been challenging. But, yeah, I, I got a close friend, Annie. Shout out to Annie. Woo-hoo. And she kind of, like, helped me put on makeup and helped me look at fashion magazines. <laughs> I, I saw a Mary Kay lady. Hey, I use Mary Kay every day. You do use Mary Kay? I do. I use their foundation um, and their concealer, um, and it works really good for my almost 40-year-old skin. That's awesome. Yeah. It breaks me out, but it's really, it always smells so good. Anyways. Well, every lady that I know who's like my mom's age who has been diehard Mary Kay looks amazing right now. I know. Their skin looks yes. great. Agree. So, something's working. We have no uh, template to see what the elf community is <laughs> going to look like. You're, you're the test group, Julie. <laughs> oh, yikes. Okay, so Jill, tell us about your early days of style. Um, you know, where did you start out? What was your oh look? Oh my gosh. Well, my mom bought, you know, like all of my clothes, I think, until like probably the eighth grade. You know, I just dressed like regular, I guess, probably like middle of the road, like not really leaning to like one category or the other. And, and I was never a risk taker with fashion or anything like that. And um, then when I got married as a child bride, <laughs> and um, so, no, I was 19. And, um, and then I had Abby when I was t- almost, or no, I was 22 when I had her. And I was the first of my friends to have a baby. Um, and I, I just didn't have, like, a frame of reference for what that looked like, like, what you're supposed to look like um, as a new mom. And um, my husband was pastoring a church uh, of mainly older people, and they had a lot of ideas about what a pastor's wife should look like. And so I just looked like how they wanted me to look, like in matching pantsuits and a 45-year-old woman. And, like, I just kept shopping at Dress Barn because nobody told me not to. Not sponsored. Don't go there. So, like, it just, like, in the early 2000s, I don't know, I haven't been in a Dress Barn in a long time. All I know is that in the early 2000s, it was mainly for women in the workplace, and I had no business being there. (laughs) But I just, like, like, look at that, look at that top that matches that bottom perfectly <laughs> let's put those together <laughs> you know and I just had like no and I too had a friend that came along and she was like let me show you some things and take you to a few stores <laughs> and so she helped me look like more age appropriate but like still like modest and so like I would you know I like I would shop at like the gap and uh, so like definitely leaning more towards the preppy side of things but um right like um, not old lady anymore. 
So. <laughs> and uh, so that's come kind a of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, like now, now I just kind of like, I like more of like the classic look, like something. I don't like to buy like super high trends, like because I'm so cheap. Like I need to know that like if I buy it, if I buy it this winter, I'm gonna wear it again next winter. So if it's a super trendy item, unless it's like really dirt cheap on clearance, I won't try it because I just am not gonna add it to my wardrobe because I need things to like keep going. I got four kids, <laughs> and um, everybody has to have clothes, and so that's just the way that that goes. Julie. I'm dying for you to tell us about your um, your hairstyle conundrum of the 90s. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about that. Oh. If I could turn back time. <laughs> it was just, I loved the band or singing group, if you will, Point of Grace. I don't know if there are any other Point of Grace Ooh. out there. But Posters. there was an album cover. I don't remember the album title, but I remember there was a song on there called Saving Grace, so Google it. <laughs> and they had, in my humble opinion, the best hair ever. What I didn't take into consideration was their hair may not have the same texture that my hair <laughs> has or maybe the same uh, free... I don't know, response to humidity, if you will. <laughs> or that they were in a different income level. <laughs> that would make their hair look the way that just wasn't they did on the you. cover. <laughs> or the fact like that it was done by a freaking professional. Or that. And I, you know, whatever. So I took... The album cover into two different salons <laughs> and received there was one with short hair and I got that yeah and that's a time I wish I could not <laughs> growing out a short lord of the lord Rings of the Rings <laughs> And it takes a very long time. Well, and I think if and people haven't seen you, they don't know that you have, like, very curly hair. So... Very curly, very coarse yeah. hair. It's not soft. It's not... It needs product. It needs a lot of care. And, you know... You're not gonna wake up and look like the Point of Grace album cover, <laughs> and that's such that's a letdown, you know? Like, <laughs> totally. Don't wake up and look yeah, like Point of but Grace. What, <laughs> yeah, and Jill's laughing, but she got the <laughs> same freaking answer. <laughs> Christy too. Christy too. Like we all just followed him one right after the and other. For, yes, and another friend. So you're just trying to recreate the group at this point. We just really your... wanted to be I... Point of Grace. <laughs> you really, and it's yeah. Like, forget like taking in the Seventeen magazine at the time, or like, you know, googling something. We probably I'm weren't, Julie. Sure we probably that... weren't allowed to have a Seventeen magazine. That's true. Actually, at that age. Yeah. we had Brio. Or like, yeah, Brio. Yeah, Brio. <laughs> 
But, uh, no, me, the 18-year-old or 16 or 17-year-old girl, got the 40-year-old haircut. <laughs> I'm like, good word. I think it's pretty sad, because that just means we didn't have, like, younger people to look up to that were, like, you know, modest yeah. and, and I, I don't know. do think church culture, because we all grew up in church, it is a little different. I don't know, maybe you can agree or at least I don't think it's this way now but I think back then when you were in church and you were young there was like this fast track to get older oh yeah oh like you wanted to look like your 40 year old pastor (laughs) actually today we do want to look like our 40 year old pastors because pastor fashion is a whole different thing (laughs) next level (laughs) right Now I feel like it's different, but I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about back then. We wanted, I don't, what were we thinking? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think that it's hilarious, though, that, like, that exact album cover was your inspiration for life. It's a beautiful thing. So inspired, you guys. (laughs) I looked at that, and I was like, take that out of the CD case, (laughs) put that in my purse, bring that all the way to the dang salon by the Burger King. And get that haircut twice. What was the name of the salon? That's the best thing. I can't say. Oh, that's right. It's still open. It's still, still open. There. I'm not saying. I will tell you that Cassie's dad ironically actually built this. Remodeled it. He remodeled it. Oh. Yeah. And I, honestly, they gave me what I asked well. for. So it's not their fault. But they were cute, and I feel like they had a responsibility. <laughs> they should have told you, honey, she's 40 on this album, and you're not. <laughs> like, you're 16, and you're about to walk out of here looking yeah. away, and <laughs> no one cared. That's, but I honestly do feel like a lot of people failed me in my youth in this regard, because it's called why mentorship, didn't anyone say... And where say, was it? was our mentor exactly where were the mentors who was I mean, discipling honestly, me in the way that i looked nobody <laughs> there was one person and she came too late she came too late i was 23 <laughs> by the time she came along i mean thank god Dude. she did and jill was a child bride so the best years of her life were <laughs> my poor husband my poor husband sorry babe sorry uh, i looked like that in the early part of our marriage <laughs> i know Okay, so anybody else ha- have anything to add about the past before we move I'm to the present? I'm glad it's over. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Hashtag buttload <laughs> So I think presently, now, if we're, like, moving to the here and now... Um, it seems like the three of us are kind of in interesting transitions in our style. Julie, you're like a recent, not recent, you've been a pastor for a while, but I think as a pastor's wife, like Jill mentioned, there's like kind of a different set of rules almost. So oh, you're yeah. like, and you have to look good every Sunday. Well, and whenever now there's you're around this, church like, people. Like, pastor fashion is like a thing. So it's like, it's not just like, there's like a whole different level of expectation. Totally. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it is hard because like I mean, I do 
like I've worked out. I mean, I've taken my breaks, like obviously when my dad passed and whatever, but like I really, I've been pretty consistent. You guys can attest to this as to staying healthy. Like ever since I, you know, had my kids and took, you know, whatever. Uh -huh. And, uh, and so, but I'm also not this like super thin person either. I mean, I'm, I'm not big, but I'm not little, you know, and I can't just wear anything. And I think right now it's very difficult to dress because of the styles that are out, especially as a pastor, <laughs> because you're like, okay, um, this midriff top, <laughs> like, this is not going to work. Number one, it doesn't look good on me. Number two, like, am I breaking a pastor rule? I don't know, you know. Um, but I will say I'm very casual. Our churches, I, I like to think I do dressy casual pretty well. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I think you I do. But I have this pretty good, like, in between because I want to be, like, approachable because I remember seeing pastor's wives and thinking, like, they look so good. I almost shouldn't talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it was unattainable. Totally. Not, I don't even think I have the capacity or the want to to even look on that level. But, like, I kind of always want to be, like, approach. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm that intentional, but if you're asking me, like, pastor fashion, I think those are kind of the things that I yeah. think. And I do like to be modest. Like, I don't want to show my cleavage. What I cleavage? I don't want to wear, like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I had it for a season. That was pregnancy. You're nursing, done. But I'm done. I'm done. So you're right. Uh, yes, good point. That's funny. But yeah, I don't know. It is like a weird, like even when I wear sleeveless, I think like I'm going to bring a jacket to wear over this. So I am still kind of like just aware, you know, probably. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, point of grace is going to hate us. Oh my gosh. We, I love like them. Your whole life. Why wouldn't they love us? Exactly. Exactly. And dude, I know they're so pretty. They are so pretty. And I did Ugh. in uh researching for this podcast, I did look at some current pictures of them and they have very nicely aged over the years. Their hairstyles they're are very age appropriate. They, they probably are. They probably are able to afford the rodent and fields. <laughs> <laughs> multi -pack. They look great. So shout out to Point of Grace, POG. We yeah. love you. <laughs> so yeah, I would say currently that's my, that's my that's middle of the road okay. safe fashion. <laughs> middle of the road safe. Like basically, people are like, do you work at Old Navy or not? Like that's kind of where you get like a bulk discount. <laughs> So as Which, currently, like, yeah. what is your favorite brand that you wear, you know? That I, like, that, like or that I fits afford. your style okay. and that you like. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I, um, I have, like, a very, like, tight budget when it comes to clothing, like, mm -hmm. you know. So, I, and, and I live in 600 square feet in New York City. <laughs> And I, my closet is about, I don't know, Cassie, what would you say? Three feet? Oh, it's so small. Not yeah. even? I don't know. And my husband and I share that. <laughs> so I have to be very intentional about what I wear. So there's a, um, a, like a clothing company in L.A. called, 
Jill, what's it called? Carly, Carly Jean? Jean Los Angeles. Something? Carly Jean Los Angeles. And it's a it's it's an online store and it's all capsule pieces. So everything goes together. So what I do is I can't necessarily afford her price point. Um, even though it's probably like it's super pretty affordable, affordable, but it's, we're we're just not gonna afford I'm it. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. But um, I go to like I know you guys are gonna make fun of me, like old maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I find the pieces that look like what she has, but I also keep my eyes open. So if I am at like Walmart or Target and there's like a thingy, you know, that looks like something she had, and like basically, a similar piece. Yeah, I I literally just go on her Instagram stories and find the things that I can afford and just look like that's them. genius. She's just a star. It's a hack. Yeah, no, I am. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I do. So also, <laughs> wait, this is also how Julie and I afford our fashion. When she comes to see mom, there's this thrift store up yes! the road that has like these, they have like, they just have good stuff. It's like a good That's thrift awesome. Store. So her and I went up there and they had fill a bag for $10. So her and I got like 30 things 30. stuffed in one bag <laughs> for $10. And they're Very all nice. like name brand things. They're all like stuff that... But you just listen. You can you can shop and look real good at a thrift store. You just have to know what you're looking at. Heck yeah! I had someone yesterday go because I'm like super honest. Like, where did you get your shirt? Walmart. Where did you get your pants? Walmart. <laughs> you know, like I just really I don't I don't if I like if I like something I don't care where it comes yeah. from. Uh, but well, somebody asked me. They said, "Girl, what thrift store do you go to?" I'm like, "Oh, it's in Indiana. My mom lives in a very bougie." <laughs> That's where I'm at. Jill, why don't you tell us about your experimentation with the capsule wardrobe presently? Okay. So, yeah, I tried that. Um, so I found a website. I kind of do the same thing. Like, I, I like, uh, will come across something on Pinterest or Instagram or whatever, and then I want to find ways to, like, um, oh, I like that. I like this idea. And so then I'll look for um, other places to, like, get them or whatever. Well... I was out of time, and I just did not care anymore. And I had, we had recently moved to Tampa, and um, from D.C. And I don't know. I just I I found this blog, and it was like ten pieces that you can order from JCPenny.com and have like twenty five outfits. And I was like, order. <laughs> I like literally just put everything in the cart that she said, and then I found like a coupon code online. And I was like, I mean, I came in at like around 150 bucks, and that included two That's pairs of shoes. It? So That's great. I didn't think that was bad no. at all. Yeah, because you're actually how I found out about a capsule wardrobe. I never Me heard either. about it until Jill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, so yeah, I just I found this blog, and I was like, this is gonna work. And so then I I haven't done that again. Like I haven't followed like something like that like specifically, but I do just kind of like, I always think when I go to buy something, even if it is from the thrift store, like is this something that I can wear with at least two other things in my yeah. closet? So that's kind of like yeah. my rule of thumb. And um, and I won't, like, at the thrift store, like, I make sure, like, it's name brand. I look it over real good for, um, like, you know, holes or marks or whatever. Like, even if it's $2, but it's, like, trashed, I'm not going to buy it. Or if it's $2 and it's from Target, well, I can probably get it brand new at Target for $2. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, so I, I really try to, like, look at, like, because um, if I'm going to have stuff, in my house then it needs to like serve a purpose and yeah. you know whatever but I'm also a big fan of the loft I love the loft outlet because you can get real nice stuff for cheap 
and it kind of the loft for me like kind of bridges the gap like forever 21 is not it's not our thing anymore girls Man. We're, we're oh my gosh it. i know oh, like it's know. just not our thing so like i've tried to find it. stores that where the waistlines come up high enough and then the necklines come up <laughs> high enough and dude i had that moment where i realized that i had aged out of forever 21 about a year ago no lie i walked in Let's forget that the name is 21. 21. And we're all like, man, we're depressed. We're all pushing forward. I am. No, I mean, like, I walked in and I looked and every single item had a snap at the crotch. And I was like, nope, I'm done. No, nope, bitch. We have moved. These days moved are over. <laughs> but that was hard because yeah. I think, like, you know, I'm, I'm a worship leader. And so every Sunday I have to be in front of people and for a long time, that meant me just, like, going to a store on a Saturday, like, frantically trying to find a new thing to wear yes. for Sunday so I that did. I didn't look yeah. like I was wearing right. the same clothes every week. And so I just, like, amassed this quantity of really cheap, crappy stuff that I would wear one time. I didn't love it, you know, and then I would get rid of it all in droves to the Salvation Army. And so I've had to, like kind of like address that in my own it sounds silly but like you know like kind of understand where that was coming from for me like just trying to like you know appear a certain way or whatever impress people and uh so now I'm a little more thoughtful about what I buy and I'm okay with wearing the same thing many times you know I'm a regular person I'm on stage in front of people I don't have to have a different you know shirt every week I've learned, like, <clears throat> as somebody who's also on a on a platform, is, like, if I have, like, a really good black shirt that, like, washes really well, I can wear it with a jean jacket one week, a pleather jacket the next week, <laughs> like, a green jacket another week, switch a up kimono. the necklaces. You put a kimono. Oh, yes. Kimono. The kimono is a win. <laughs> oh, it's such a win. And it's, like, I've kind of learned, like, how to make my budget work because I do want to look good and I want to look good for me. It's not really about other people as much as it's like, I feel good, you know? Yeah. Um, Right. But yeah, I've had to learn that and get over myself. And (laughs) be like, it's okay that this shirt is from Old Navy and I've worn it four Sundays in a row. Like, it's okay. (laughs) You just change your necklace. There you You go. Exactly. (laughs) that necklace. Put a scarf on it. Whatever. All right. Um, Okay. So real quick, like rapid fire round. What are some things that drive you crazy about current trends? Just go. Oh my God. So many Oh my gosh. Men wearing women's clothing. Stop (laughs) doing it. (laughs) What are you talking about? Like if I'm doing, here, this is my rule. Oh, like long shirts. And I have to hold up a black shirt and say, is this mine or my husband's? (laughs) That's not okay. Are these my leggings or my husband's? Oh, my god! Like, I don't want to have that conversation in my house. That drives me crazy. I think for me, like, as much as I... I'm just saying for me personally. It's not that I don't think they look cute on other people. But I cannot wait for the mom jeans. Oh, my God. They need to go. 
the crop top thing to be over. And it's not, I mean, I think they look so cute on other people, but for my personal body type. I have a mom body. Is, I don't need to accentuate that more. Oh my gosh, I know. It is such a train wreck. It looks horrible on me. But yet, I personally, I like to buy, like, I will buy a trendy piece from Forever 21, even though I can't buy, like, all my clothes there, because I like to, you know, switch it up or whatever. But um, I can't do it. I, I mean, I just can't. And, like, they look so terrible. And I've tried, like, eight pairs of mom jeans <laughs> on, you guys. It's so bad. And then the super pointy high heels like I can't walk in those but yet, yeah I love the way they look but I can't literally walk in them so those are a few things and bodysuits like totally bodysuits yes goodbye bodysuits okay <laughs> and then I need your opinion on this just to settle something an argument with me and my husband so um what do you guys think about Birkenstocks yes or no well, I wore polos and had short hair, so clearly I'm a fan. <laughs> I wore Birkenstocks when they were in style the first go around. And man, I love those things, so I'm thinking yeah. I'm getting a pair. Yeah, I actually yeah. am really pulled toward them just because, number one, they look comfortable. And at some point I made a shift where I was like, wow, yeah. I would rather have something comfortable than cute. Um. <laughs> That's when you started buying Crocs. Hey, this is the circle of trust, but you're not allowed to talk about that. Listen, I got two pants. I got a pair of Crocs, and mine aren't even like the secret pair. Like they were like the Croc Croc. We used to have a half acre backyard, so we had a lot of like lawn care. So I bought them on a clearance rack for like they were in like the men's section, so they were not feminine. There was nothing feminine about them. I got them for like $3 and I'm like, oh, I'll work in the yard. And, and I ran a daycare at the time and we had summer camp and like all these things that, you know, like I could. You need to, I need something I can hose off at the end of the day. And what if I, yeah, <laughs> no, that is literally what I thought. And my friend stopped by my house from my church and she said, girl, them are sex repellents. <laughs> worth of Colts cash and was like this expires tomorrow go buy some high heels like your husband doesn't deserve that and I was like okay so as we close out today I have a very important fashion question who are you wearing oh Jill. right this minute right this minute well this classic number that I have on right now is pajamas that I bought from a garage sale. What? <laughs> Somebody else slept in those. They still have the tags on them. Dude, that's, like, you don't buy pajamas from a garage wow. sale. Wow. Tell us the name of the designer. Yeah, the, well, that's they're like, so old now that the name has rubbed off, but I'm guessing <laughs> they're, you know, like... Let's see here. Yeah, it's not it's not legible. I can't tell you what it is. I mean, I can see you on video. <laughs> I can see you on video and my best exhilaration. <laughs> All right, Cassie, what are you wearing? 
What are you I'm wearing, wearing a um, summer dress by a little-known designer named Old Navy. And, Old Navy. Uh, we... I feel like they should sponsor us after all of this. We've given them so much love today. Um, yes. So much. That's what I'm wearing today. How about you, Julie? Uh, well, I'm in my uh, workout clothes. Uh, this striped black and white striped tank top was a hand-me-down from <laughs> someone in my church is that just a fancy I'm... way of saying like not a garage oh sale? wait this is from american eagle shout oh. out to <laughs> Haley fleeman thank you very much i have a bright orange sports bra that i actually accidentally wore christmas eve long story um <laughs> The largest service of our entire year. I she wore a neon sports bra. Had a neon orange <laughs> sports bra and was sweating bullets, praying to God it didn't peek out of my shirt. Oh Anyways. my gosh. Okay. And then the last thing is I have these glorified maternity leggings on. They're not, but they are, they feel like it. And they're from Walmart for $3 and they are life. That's, That's amazing. What I'm so, so basically, anybody, <laughs> we can help you. Everyone listening, yes, just take all the great advice we've given you over the last forty-five minutes and don't, I don't take it. I don't think we've talked <laughs> enough about leggings and about how friendly they are and how comforting yeah. they are. I don't feel like we gave them enough screen time here today, and I feel like we need well, to I say mean, how much leggings have meant to us in our times of need. So much love. I developed so a whole fashion love. style around it called Fat Ballerina. Fat Ballerina! It's basically... <laughs> <laughs> it's like basically like <laughs> black leggings, longish shirt, and then some kind of draping long sweater, yeah. and then flats, and you basically look like a ballet teacher who maybe can't still do the moves, but you still got it. You can still choreograph some crap, and you're in it to win it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the look. It's do great. Do you want to pray over our fashions? <laughs> Lord. Dear Lord, <laughs> we just ask right now. <laughs> that you would elasticize our pants today. <laughs> that you would make... <laughs> Thou shirts cover our buttocks, <laughs> <laughs> and that you would allow crop tops to disappear off the face of this planet. <laughs> Multiply our leggings, Lord. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and you can make our leggings thick and our <laughs> and our shirts longer. <laughs> Unto thy glory, Lord. <laughs> And God. thank you, dear God, for Spanx. We really, really appreciate it. Yes, Lord. Yes. Thank you that's for Spanx. Undergarments are another podcast, but Lord, that's back to what thing. we were talking about, we thank you <laughs> for covering our bodies. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening today. Head over to Instagram and follow us at Circle of Trust Podcast or head to our Facebook page because we're going to be posting photographic evidence of the looks that we've talked about today. You really don't want to miss it. Music is brought to you by Danny Hendon, editing and production by Kyle Moraine. That's my husband. Have a great week and we'll see you next time. I got a, I got a blowout.
in Brooklyn. You were talking about your hair, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Julie also had a blowout in Brooklyn, but it was from Bubble Day. <laughs> <laughs>